0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and directed by Max Hutton. River and Molly will be with you in a minute. Every minute around the clock, 36 patients check into hospitals across the nation. Records show that blood is used in transfusions at the rate of one pint for every five such admissions. Blood is used during surgery, used to combat disorders of the bloodstream, used to combat infection, and for a wide range of other medical treatment. When it is needed, minutes may mean the difference between life and death. To save a life, it must be on hand and immediately available at all times. You can help make sure your community blood bank will be able to meet any requirement by your family if such a time should come. You can assure protection for them and for yourself painlessly and easily by donating your blood regularly. It is a gift from the heart that only you can give, and it actually will take very little of your time. Why not call your local Red Cross or your community blood bank today? Find out when and where you can donate your gift of life. You'll be glad you did. (laughs) It's a warm and sunny Sunday morning in Wistful Vista. Church is just over. And in the crowd coming down the steps are Fibber McGee, and Molly.
2: My, it's nice to see such a big crowd every Sunday, McGee. Oh, there's Betsy Holt. Hello, Betsy. Nice to see you.
3: Hi, Betsy. Oh, come on, Molly. The car's down this way. Move Hello,
2: me. Mrs. Cramerton. Fine sermon, wasn't it? Mrs. Cramerton, dearie.
3: Yeah. Well, I'm hot, Molly, This this collar's choking me. The car's down this way. If you... I'm
2: coming. I just... Oh, hello, Mrs. Atherton. How's the baby? Oh, just wonderful. How's your little Edgar? Edgar? She thinks I'm Mrs. Cronin. She always gets us confused. Edgar's fine, thank you. Got over the measles all right. Glad to hear it. Say hello to Gloria May for me. Yes, come
3: up. Boy, that was a bright hunk of repartee.
2: It's simpler than trying to explain who I am every time. Where's the car? Oh, down this way. Yeah,
3: I'm hot. This doggone collar's too tight and they put starch in it again. Boy, I'll be so glad to get home and get this shirt off and see what Prince Valiant's doing in that, boy. Ah, boy, am I glad to get that shirt off. It's a
2: lot cooler here in the house, too. Yeah. Oh, don't hang your shirt on the chair, McGee. Take it upstairs. Oh, I'll
3: take it up in a few minutes. As soon as I look over the funnies. Get these shoes off. And get comfortable so I can... Unlax. Ah,
2: boy. Hand me the society page, will you?
3: There you are. You want to sit on the Davenport? I hope not.
2: No, I'll sit over here by the window. The light's better.
3: Good. I'm going to stretch out here on this Davenport with a cushion and Prince Valiant. Boy, do I love Sunday. As a guy I can take it easier. McGee,
2: on. get up, quick. Get up.
3: Well, what's the matter? What's the matter? That I haven't a fire. I got no cigar. No, no, no.
2: I... Dr. Gamble's coming up the walk. Put uh... your shirt on, quick. You're tying shoes, oh dear.
3: For Dr. Gamble. Come on, come on. Oh, Molly, he saw me in my undershirt before. Hurry, McGee. He's
2: got a girl with him. Oh,
3: my gosh, my shirt, quick.
2: A girl. That new nurse he's been dating. Uh-oh. Help me pick up these shoes. Oh, papers. my God. No, get your shirt on, quick. Uh? Tie your tie. Okay. Oh, dear. Well, I'm
3: hurrying. Where's my other shoe? Oh, here it is. I'll tie them all later. My gosh, why don't he call up and tell us he's come. Uh-oh.
2: Fix your necktie, that's. Yeah, that's it. I'm coming Tuck your tail in well, Your sure gonna... tail in? Oh Ooh, That was the quickest Ah, hello, Dr. Gamble How nice to see hello,
3: you Hello, Molly uh, You've heard so much about her I thought you ought to meet her This is Miss Cuddleson Aline, this is Mrs. McGee How
2: do you do, I'm sure Happy to know you, Mrs. McGee George has told me so much Well,
3: if it isn't my great and good friend, Dr. Gamble It's a pleasure to see you, George Unexpected pleasure So happy you dropped in <laughs> Unexpectedly. That's him, Aline McGee, Miss Cuddleson. Oh, yes, Charles. Hello,
2: Mr. McGee. Uh, Come on in. Come on now. My goodness, we're just standing
0: here. Oh, we can't
3: stay, really. No, no, we can't stay, Molly. We're just taking a drive out to Dugan's Lake and thought we'd say hello. Well, hello. It's a lovely day for a drive. You kids will love driving out to the lake.
2: Oh, now, you're not going to rush right off. Sit down. Sit down. Well, George and I thought... Oh,
3: now, let's not overdo our hospitality, my dear. Maybe they want to rush right off. When They want to be alone. Eh, hey, Doc?
4: Yeah, oh, I... We, we
0: uh, what do... a lovely house, Mrs. McGee.
2: How nice. Oh, yeah. thank you. We like it. After all,
3: my dear, when a man the doctor's age and size and shape has a Sunday date with a pretty girl, you Run can't... out
2: to the kitchen and open up some cold drinks, McGee. Oh, oh no, we no, don't no, want no, to be in really trouble, McGee. Open really? some roof here, dearie. It's no trouble at all. We weren't doing a thing, were we, McGee? No,
3: no, no. You got here just in time to save us from a very dull afternoon of just sitting around quietly reading the funnies. Uh, very dull. I'll be right back. Very dull. The minute I get comfortable, I'll gun it. Maybe if I serve them the root beer hot, they won't stay long, and I can get this shirt off again and finally. Way...
1: There's more fun with the McGees shortly. These are vacation days for America's public school children, but there should be no vacation in the planning and preparation of a better public school system a system that will assure your child the kind of education he deserves. It is estimated that by 1960 there will be 8 million more children in our public schools than there are at present. Ways must be found to accommodate them, and preparations must begin now. To help assure your child and all of America's children a proper education, join and work with local groups and school boards. And if you want free information about the way people in other communities are improving their schools, write to this address. Better Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York City. Remember, unless action is taken now, more and more communities in the next few years will fall even farther behind in their elementary school program. Don't wait. Take action now during vacation time. And remember, for guidance in what steps to take, write Better Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York.
3: Gosh, I thought they'd never go home.
2: Isn't she sweet and such a pretty Let girl? Help me get
3: this tight shirt off. Never mind, I got it.
2: Now, don't hang it on the chair. Take it upstairs.
3: Later, Molly, later. I want to get my shoes off. <clears throat> Stretch out.
0: <sighs> sure
3: feels good to get my neck and feet loose. Now, if you'll hand me the funny papers, my dear, I won't speak another word till dinner time.
2: There you are. All yours. I'll look over the society
3: news. Yeah, I want to see what Prince Valiant's doing because things were in a heck of a mess last week with all them Arabs. And... Oh dear. Oh no! Who is it? Can you see who it oh, is? Oh
2: good heavens! It's Mrs. Spradley. What? Get your shirt on quick.
3: Oh, this living. What does she want? I'll go upstairs. No, and... no!
2: Help me gather up the papers. Yeah, well, get can... your shirt on. All Mrs. Spradley's right. the pickiest housekeeper. Oh, if she sees this living room in a mess, I'll well, never. Well, I'm hurrying.
3: Where's my shoe? Oh, I got it. My tie. Where's my tie? Tuck
2: your shirt, oh, it. Got... Just a minute. I'm I... coming. Tie your tie. Hurry. Oh, okay. Mrs. Spradley, what a lovely surprise.
0: Good afternoon, my dear.
2: McGee, guess who? Mrs. Spradley, do come in. Uh, This is business, my dear, women's club. Oh,
3: how thoroughly discharming to see you, Mrs. Spradley. Oh, well, you girls want to talk club business. Uh, I'll get out of your way. I'll, I'll take the paper upstairs where I can peel off my uh, peel off page one and and peruse the foreign situation. Uh, yeah.
2: Oh no! Don't go, please. I'd like your opinion on this too, Mister McGee. Oh, I wouldn't
3: want to interfere with women's club affairs. I'll just go upstairs and sit
2: down, dearie.
3: Uh, yeah.
2: You see, I'm forming a committee to study ways and means of raising funds to erect another bird bath in Vista Park. Bird bath.
3: Don't they have one
2: over there? I thought the- No, one is not enough, Mr. McGee. You've never seen such overcrowded conditions. Oh, dear. The situation is simply deplorable. If you could see all those poor little birds lined up waiting to
4: bathe, all those dirty little blue jays trying to improve
0: themselves.
3: jays i hope one of them pecks her right on the noggin what time is it
2: four o'clock i'd better start dinner
3: if she'd have stayed five minutes longer i'd have ripped this shirt off and strangled her with it i'm wearing these dad ratted shoes out at the top taking them off and putting them on again
0: <sighs>
3: now, where's prince Valiant? oh i got him he was in a heck of a mess last week with them arabs what you looking at
2: i'm just watching out the window don't take the shirt off. What? I
3: already got it off. Gee whiz, will I ever get... There's a car g-
2: stopping out front. Uh-oh. Heavenly days, it's a block long and it's pulling into our driveway.
3: What? Well, who is it? Can you see? Who is it? Who get is
2: your it? shirt on, quick. What? Remember that Mrs. J. Manville Whitney, the rich one?
3: That gave the surprise party for Doc Gannon? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, help me button this collar. Quick, is it her? Is it her?
2: It's that big black car she... Oh, oh dear, boy. is my hair all right? Grab the papers, quick. They're okay. I haven't
3: had time to muss them up. Gee I? Uh, is my tie straight? Is the knot straight, the knot?
2: Yes, tuck in your shirt tail, quick. My goodness, Mrs. J. Bill Whitney...
3: Probably wants to invite us to another party because that's what you. She... We're coming, one moment please...
4: Hello, Mrs... Hello there, kids. Hi, daughter.
2: Hi,
3: Johnny. For, oh, for heaven's sake. sake.
4: Happy Sunday, kids. Oh,
3: what the heck do you want, old-timer? My gosh, I put my shirt back on. Well,
4: now, that's not a very friendly attitude, son.
3: Uh...
4: I bummed a ride all the way over here with a friend of mine. Chauffeur for that Miss Whitney.
3: Oh, that's it.
4: You may wait for me, Raymond. I shall be right out. <laughs> well, how do you like that? <laughs> Big stuff, kids. <laughs> He's a nice boy. I come over here to tell you something, Johnny, and I want.
3: I hate to seem impolite, but I am. I've been putting on and taking off my shirt and my shoes all afternoon, and I'm sick of it.
4: Yeah, but son.
2: Now, if you boys will excuse me, I'll go peel off some potatoes. Sit down, Mr. Oldtimer. Make yourself at
3: home.
4: Well, thank you, daughter. I can't stay. I'll close the
3: door quietly when you leave, then. I'm going upstairs and take off my shirt and shoes, and then I'm coming back down here and lock the door and stretch out on the divan, and by George, I. Hmm.
4: Not very polite for Sunday. I come all the way over here to tell him I didn't get my Sunday paper and asked him if I could borrow his. Well, I guess they're through with it. They had it all day. Well, they'll be glad to get rid of the old Sunday paper. Close the door gently, he said. There. You can drive me home now, Raymond. I'll sit in the back seat and see what happened to Prince Valiant. He was in a heck of a mess last week with all them A-rabs. <laughs>
1: We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Tomorrow evening here on NBC, there's a pair of fine musical features. The Hollywood Bowl concert and the telephone hour to help make your evening more enjoyable. The Hollywood Bowl concert comes to you direct from the famous Hollywood Bowl, and it's a one-hour serenade under the stars. That's the ideal formula for cool summer evening relaxation. And the telephone hour, a favorite for many years, is a perfect example of what we call the magic of radio as it combines the greatest musical talents in the world into a superb evening program for you. The most talented artists from the opera concert stage appear regularly on the telephone hour, accompanied by Donald Voorhees and the orchestra, and it's a musical highlight that's unequaled. So join NBC's Monday Evening of Music tomorrow for the Hollywood Bowl concerts and the telephone hour. You can't go wrong. And for dramatic entertainment... Don't forget Lux Radio Theater, returning on September 14th on NBC.
3: I phoned old lady Mrs. J. Manville Whitney and told her that her chauffeur brought the old-timer by here today and the old-timer took our funny paper and what I wanted to know was what happened to Prince Valiant. And you know what she did?
2: Went out to the garage and got the funny paper and looked it up?
3: No, she hung up on me.
2: Oh.
3: Yeah. Good night.
2: Good night, all.
1: Pippa, McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed. With Bill Thompson as the old-timer, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, Myra Marsh as Mrs. Bradley, Peggy Newton as Miss Cuddleson, and Natalie Masters as Mrs. Atherton. This is John Wald inviting you to eavesdrop tomorrow night, as McGee shows Doc and Wallace Wimple a lake where those big bass are hiding. Don't miss the fun. Behind the headlines, to the heart of the news, tonight on most NBC radio stations.